You're listening to Gaino. If you're tuning in for the first time today, Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and each week we take a listen to some amazing music from different indigenous artists from all across Turtle Island. For this next hour, you're invited to enjoy the music and the chat. Today we're going to have a little bit more of a traditionally based show or those operating within the traditional realm who do some interesting contemporary things within it. My featured artist today is Nakoa Heavy Runner, a Cenoboyan in Blackfeet, originally from Fort Belknap Indian Reservation. He's been composing music since the age of 14. His first album came out in 2003, over 16 albums to his name. He does a whole lot more than this. But without further ado, we're going to get right into our listening with the title track, To Lie No More. Turn it up and sing along. You're listening to Gyno. You can't lie to me no more You can't hide the truth no more it's over for you, Yahweh. I can't believe you anymore. I won't take it anymore. It's over for you, over for you. Hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. You can't lie to me no 
no more You can't hide the truth no more It's over for you, Yahweh I can't believe you anymore I won't take it anymore It's over for you, over for you the title track of Nakoa Heavy Runner's brand new album, Lie No More. Welcome back. You're listening to Gyno. If you're just now tuned in, Nakoa is my featured artist today, and I'm excited to welcome him to Gyno at this time. So without further ado, thank you so much uh, for accepting my invitation, coming and chatting with me a little bit on the show. Nyawe Skano, I'm thankful you're well. How are you doing today? Brad, thank you for having me. It's an honor. Absolutely. It's exciting uh, to discuss the multiverse of indigenous music with other like-minded individuals. You have a lot going on, of course. You've been making music since about the age of 14. Uh, you also mix and master and produce other artists. Uh, you're involved with radio, which we can definitely nerd out about as well. But we'll get to all that in just a few. Let's start at the beginning. Let's rewind a little bit. And please do me the honor and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, uh, <clears throat> yeah, my name is Nicola Heavyrunner, and uh, I come from um, Fort Belknap, Montana, is where uh, I'm enrolled, and I grew up there in Fort Belknap, but I'm currently living on the Fort Peck Indian Reservation in northeast Montana, which is just a, just a, a few hours um, east of Fort Belknap. And uh, I've been here for the last probably uh, five years, and... Um, but I also lived here when I was very young. I was actually born here on the Fort Peck Reservation. I lived here till I was eight years old, and then we moved to Fort Belknap, and I, I, uh, you know, finished high school and stuff there. But yeah, it's, I mean, it, you know, we have a lot of family down here. Um, you know, a lot of relations. So it's always been, you know, a second home for me as far as, um, you know, just kind of knowing everybody and having family and actually, actually blood relatives here. You know, uncles and aunties and stuff. And um. And yeah, so we just been we've been busy here the last five years, and we got um, we got our studio here uh, up and running, our audio studio, and um, you know with that we've been we've done a few recordings um, since we've got that up and going. Not a whole lot. Um, I've done I've only done one of uh, my own albums in in our new setup here, but um, but we've also got the the privilege to work with some other artists uh, since we've been up, and that's like. Uh, we got to work with the Bearhead Sisters. They came down and recorded an album, and uh, and then just some some artists that pass through here and there. So, you know, when they pass through, some of them will touch base and uh, they'll come and you know lay a song, record a song, and um, you know that's just I think that's one of the perks and uh, blessings uh, to uh, having a space like that. To to uh, it allows people to come in and um, you know get to see that creative side of 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 many different artists. So it's really it's really uh, a lot of fun. It's evident in your work and all the different projects that you're involved with. Uh, and if I were to take a gander, I would imagine that music has always been a part of your life, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, you know, I was, I've been singing, you know, um, since I was really young, you know, I have an uncle, which is my mother's twin. Hmm. And, uh, and he's, you know, he kind of helped, uh, you know, with my upbringing and stuff. And he's a singer. And so I was, I've always been around it ever since I was a little baby. I've been around, you know, music. And there was a little period there around that 11, 12 and 13 years old where I really pulled away from it. Um, and then, but as I got into, 
about 14, I really got back into it again. And uh, we know we've, we have a, we formed a drum group and stuff when I was young and, and kind of did our own thing, you know, guys more my age at the time. And, and, uh, you know, we did a lot of traveling with that, but yeah, it's definitely, you know, music is, uh, it's really been a, a huge part of my life uh, and, and still is today. You're adding and creating textures that build upon a clearly foundational level. Now, uh, admittedly, Gaino leans a little bit more towards the contemporary side of things. However, you know, we do have to honor the foundation on which all of these uh, songs and, and ideas kind of build on, and that is obviously this traditional realm. And so when I was assembling today's playlist and I'm listening to your songs and I, I'm noticing a lot of built-on harmonies, so I wanted to really include musicians and artists who work within the traditional realm but are doing interesting and, and contemporary flavors and spice within it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it really does. Um, you know, uh, you know, harmony harmony has been something that I've really admired for many years. Um, it's it's something that I've I've heard in in different genres, especially like peyote music and things like that. And then and then I you know we we heard guys like um, you know Cheever's Topaw and these guys were coming out with Harmony Nights um, and stuff. And and you know I've always been really drawn to that. And I never, as as an artist myself, as a singer, I, I never knew how to do that. And I'll be honest with you, you know, some guys um, can can probably pick up on it pretty quick. Um, and But me, I, I, I don't know what it was with harmony, but I really struggled. And it took me about eight years to be able to get that down. Um, I, I would try and try and try, and I just could not um, seem to get it. And but just finally about maybe just geez within the last two years uh three years actually about the last three years i really um i finally i finally kind of figured it out and and once i got that it, it really opened up a whole new um you know part of my mind the creativity that that i i've wanted to work with um because you know we used to try to have to find people that knew how to harmonize and things like that and that was a struggle in itself because you know some of the guys that you know know how or that I know personally you know they live far away and so it's uh, it's tough to get those schedules to uh, meet to meet up and stuff but you know to, when I finally learned how um it was really exciting I'm not kidding you it was like uh it was, I was like a kid on Christmas and um and I was just, I was sitting one day and, uh, you know, I was trying out, this was a few years back. I was actually trying out meditation, right? Okay. And um, I was sitting there in one of uh, my short uh, meditation little sessions and I'm just sitting there and I was listening to some music though. And it was some peyote music and I was really like just concentrating on, on what they were doing and it it was just, it was so weird. It's like my mind put it together. Like it, it was like a puzzle sure. and, and it all clicked. And as soon as I got done, I went right to my computer and I, I started laying and it was working and I was so excited that I could, that I could uh, do it. <laughs> I would even take it a step further and say you're adding textures that I typically anyway don't hear. And maybe this is my lack of 
exposure to really deep harmonies. But a lot of times, even like in the peyote music and whatnot that you hear harmonized, you hear maybe one harmony. But you're you're doing essentially like multi layers and and counterpoint and things that are creating drastically more complex arrangements as well. So I think that work absolutely paid off uh, to to finally have those pieces click. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was like. It was, uh, it was just like when it when it came clear and figured it out. You know, you can you can split the the different layers of harmony. So you can do, like this for instance, you can do a low harmony, but but you can you take and then you split it. So like um, a part of the song, you'll take the low harmony, will go low, but you take that same pitch, you're, you're, and then you lay over that and then but then you come up with it on on the same part where the other track dropped is you come up with yeah. it and and there's something about that when those split they just create some beautiful harmonics there i couldn't agree more nicole we have a lot more to talk about before our time is up we're going to get into the specifics about line no more this is a special album for you i, I want to hear all about it and i know our listeners do as well uh you were kind enough to provide me with a couple recommendations in this block we're going to hear the first of them uh, it's coming by way of the Bearhead sisters we're going to be here and come dance with me i also have fawn woods hopelessly devoted to you but kicking things off right now from nicoa and darren heavy runner turn it up and sing along with grandma moon from lino more today on gyno oh grandma moon, grandma moon. will you light this night for me Sitting here feeling so sad and blue. Oh, Grandma, will you light this night for me? Oh, I'm 
Adrian Wall with Interstate. Welcome to NV1. Ha <laughs> ha 
the Bearhead Sisters and Come Dance with me. Coming by way of recommendation from today's featured artist, Nakoa Heavy Runner. Welcome back to Gyno. I'm your host, Brett Maybe. Uh, we're having a great chat about uh, the evolution of music within the traditional realm. Now, often people think that, you know, it has to stay where it's at, but it's important to remember that this these are living traditions as well that are meant to be fluid, and Nicole is definitely doing that with this album. We got a little bit of his musical upbringing. And at this time, I do want to talk specifically more about this album. Now, Lie No More is what? Album number 17, 16, 17 for you or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I believe it's uh, album 17, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so needless to say, uh, you've recorded a lot of great music. Uh, but what about this particular project stands out for you? Why is this one so special? Um, you know, this one's you know, it holds a special place in my heart due to the fact that uh, this is the first time that um, I've been able to feature my children on, on this album. You know, my oldest son, Darren, um, you know, he's a he's a great singer as well. And but, um, you know, like I said, it's been seven years since we put an album out. So he was a lot younger um, when when I was, you know, still recording albums. And um, and so to have him, you know, now that he's older, he's a young man, he's 23 years old. And, uh, you know, to, to have him come on and, and, and be a part of a project has just been been really, really uh, special to myself, and then uh, one of my daughters. Uh, her name is uh, Taya Heavy Runner. She, she's um, always, you know, she's always been a little singer. She kind of sings around the house, but she's so shy. <laughs> and um, you know, I've always been kind of bugging her about about you know recording, but it's trying to find that balance of you know I don't want to be too pushy or I don't want to uh, you know make them do something they really don't want to do, sure. and. Uh, but what I've come to find out is, um, you know, now that she's she's a young teenager, she's 13 now, she'll be 14 this year. And, uh, you know, I gave her a little bit, you know, she's seen her brother, you know, laying some tracks. And I think, you know, being that that's her older sibling, she looks up to him a lot. And I think she really took an interest and wanted to um, kind of be a part of it. And so, you know, when I, when I started talking to her about laying, you know, uh, some of her vocals down, uh, you know, she finally agreed to it. Man, I, I was just—it really took us, our, our whole family, by surprise. Because she's, she really, um, she really has some vocal control there that uh, I didn't know that she had. <laughs> <laughs> You're used to the process. Uh, you've been at this a long time. Uh, how easy was it for them to transition into the process of recording an album? Yeah, it was, you know, it was a lot smoother and a lot easier than uh, than I thought. You know, <laughs> they they were paying attention more than than I thought. More than they um, let on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more than they let on. And so they 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 kind of they were really familiar with that process, which was I I thought was amazing. And so so they knew, you know, like when I when we hit stop and I said, OK, now you're going to lay over this. And, um, mm. you know, they, it was like they fell right in. I mean, they knew what was what was coming because they you know they got to witness not not only me recording but you know they got to witness uh you know me recording other artists and stuff as well so likewise i mean needless to say this is just the environment in which they grew up so it became uh, second nature to them yeah yeah 
Uh, how, what has their experience been like in the wake of the release of the album? I mean, are they getting more excited about the possibilities of doing this and picking up the family trade? I think so. You know, it was, it, you know, that's part of it. That was, um, you know, it was one thing that I did want to expose my children to was um, it's just in the system, you know, that, that we, we all live in. It's, uh, you know, there is definitely a monetary aspect to to that that we need to sustain our ourselves sure. in living. And so it was something that I wanted to expose them to is like, like, look, there is other ways that that. Um, but, you know, one of the things that I do try to visit with them about and i've you know i kind of become a broken record but uh all day yeah but i've had this conversation just uh you know a couple days ago with my oldest son and you know i told him i said you know the music is is when you when you do this i said it's about the music and it's about sharing that um i said these other things are byproducts of it i said it's not why you do it um so for instance like um um you know, someone, you know, you know, indigenous music isn't mainstream by any means, but, um, but, you know, when your music spreads throughout Indian country, you know, a lot of people get to know you and they, and they feel a connection with you. So, you know, when we go to powwows or we go to events and people, you know, they come up and maybe they want to take pictures or they, they want to autograph or something like that. You know, I explained to my kids, I said, this is a byproduct. This is not why we do it. Um, it's just it's just one of those things because people get touched, you know, by by music, just like we get touched by other artists. You know, there's many artists that have that have definitely touched my heart or have helped us through a hard time and things like that. I said, so we connect with that music. And um, I said, but, you know, it is always, you know, good, like, you know, when, when we get to meet them or we get to, uh, you know, break bread together or something, it's a, you know, it's always a, a little treat. I said, but, but really I said, it's, this is about sharing those, uh, you know, we call it those good vibrations, if you will. Big time. Uh, Nicole, it sounds like a lot of your life's work is about creating pathways, whether that's, you know, creating the pathways for your children to be able to authentically express themselves or creating pathways for the community like uh, with ResCast Radio and ResCast Media. Uh, I, I think that's absolutely perfect. And we'll come back and talk a little bit about uh, all of the other projects. Well, as much as that we can get in anyway in our short amount of time. But let's talk a little bit more uh, about your other work. Uh, in the meantime, let's get back into the tunes. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about this next track we're going to hear, Love of My Life. Oh, Love of My Life, yes. <clears throat> this is a track that's actually composed by my good friend Joel Fish. Joel Fish comes to us out of uh, Menominee, Wisconsin, and um, that's that's where he grew up. He's currently living, though, in Florida right now. He's doing some, some work down there, but um, he, he came over this past winter and and it was a song that he actually composed on the on the trip to my place mm. and um and so when we got here you know we all we all um you know came together he so that the foundation track on that is, is the voice of that foundation is Joel Fish and then us guys we're just kind of supporting uh, we're doing some harmonies in that one um and then also Bryant Wapus uh the second is um is doing some some harmonies as well as his son, uh, Brian Wapus the third, but we call him Opit, Opit Wapus, and uh, he's also laying some harmonies. So we just all kind of came together and collaborated on this, on this track. But we were just kind of, 
bringing our support vocals, if you will. But so that main voice is Joel Fish. Created in the moment, for the moment. That's the perfect kind of music at this time. Turn it up and sing along with Love of My Life. I also have some Poudrefay coming your way. One from Teresa Bear Fox and a whole lot more great listening before our time is up today on Gyno.
That's right. Welcome back to Gyno. Puta Faze, Robin Dance coming your way right now. I'll be right back to wrap up my discussion with today's featured artist, Nakoa Heavy Runner. And we're discussing his album, Lionel Moore. Stay tuned. You're listening to Gyno. Yo, ho, yo, yo, You know, there's not only me, there's a lot of people bringing yeah. the songs back. And when you bring the songs back, you're going to bring the dances back. You're going to bring the people back. You're going to bring everything back. Yeah. Yeah? It'd be just like when we when we first started. We brought the music back. We brought the drum back. Sweat lodges are here. Teepees are going all over the place. Wigwams, people are making wigwams. So you think music had a lot to do with that? Oh, yeah. Bringing that back? Look at that, right? Music. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Really? Music will bring you. Because... 
so happy because mm -hmm. you're singing them again and he said and you never asked you know what is the song or, or anything he said you just they gave it to you to sing and you sang it and he said you didn't even ask you fans of much you just sang and uh, and the ancestors are happy they're even proud because they're they're so happy that people are singing the songs yeah. again because they thought that they'd never hear them again mm -hmm. that's what that's what they thought Jeremy Dutcher today on Gyno. Welcome back. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, checking in with you. And of course, I have a little bit more time to get caught up with today's featured artist, Nokoa Heavy Runner. We're here discussing his album, Lie No More. It's the first album out of his 17 uh, collected records where he's been able to feature his children prominently on it. It's a significant record for him and his family. And of course, a lot of Nokoa's work is all about creating pathways. Uh, whether that's for his children or whether that's for community as well. Uh, we have just a little bit more time to get caught up now, sir. And uh, as we're discussing the album and we're discussing all your other plans, uh, I, I do want to take just a moment to talk about ResCast Radio because this is something else that we can definitely nerd out about together, our shared love and passion for radio. And uh, as we were talking, we found ourselves with some similar needs, you know, radio that that was there that now all of a sudden isn't, but the need is still there. And you took matters into your own hands and you said, well, the people still need to get information. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We were back in uh, 2017, we were helping uh, the tribe here with a radio station. And um, <clears throat> just as it was almost ready to, to get underway, um, you know, a new council came in and um, they basically decided, um, you know, not to, not to launch it, not to uh, carry through with it. So me and one of my business partners, uh, her name is Adrienne Ricker, we we were sitting down and we got to talking about it, and that's what we realized. We said, look, the need is still here for for 
you know, a radio format of some kind. I said, in, I said, you know, we can take it the online route, being that it's not terrestrial radio. I said, but, um, you know, in this day and age, most people have, you know, some kind of mobile device or, or you know, Wi-Fi or something. I said, I, I think we can, you know, still, still make something like this work. So we just went ahead. We just went ahead and, uh, you know, we built it. We built the website and, and uh, the servers to get it, you know, all programmed in and stuff. And, uh, you know, we've had a lot of fun with it. It, it was, it was a really, it's a passion project for us. Um, and, you know, it does, it's something that we just kind of utilize as a tool. You know, that's what we call it. We call it our passion project. So we, so we keep it going. You know, we've been on the air for probably about uh, four and a half years now. And um, it's just something that we utilize in times uh, um, like sports and, and uh, you know, elections and things like that when, uh, you know, people really w- would like to know what's going on here on the reservation or if there's something uh, big happening, so to speak. You know, we definitely um, try to cover those those events and bring it to the listeners because, you know, we've got a lot of people that live off the reservation as well, like that live all over the United States. And uh, we've had um, a lot of... Um, success in reaching those people you know they've uh, over the years they've all reached out to us in some way shape or form and thanked us that they were able to you know listen in on you know different events and things like that that was happening and so we just you know we just realized that 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 you know that's what it is it's a it's a it's more of a tool um than anything else and it's something that we try to uh just you know keep keep for fun you know i mean anything we do with it you know we definitely try to have fun with it since you get to approach it in a little bit of a non-traditional, you know, no pun intended, uh, radio way, uh, what are some of the fun ways that you're able to utilize it in, in ways that are not necessarily anticipated? Yeah, so like, um, you know, the, one of the things that I guess one of the features that I enjoy about it is, um, you know, those that have the app, um, we we can do these uh, what's called push notifications. So if we have a... a an artist or, or an unexpected visitor or something that comes to our reservation and and we want to do an interview, um, that really helps us, uh, it allows us to uh, let the people know. So even though they're not tuned in, as long as they have the app, they'll get notified when, when we go live. Um, and that's one of the, the, the funnest elements that, that, that we enjoy with radio is when we're live. Um, you know, it seems like as far as the feedback, the people really enjoy it when we when we go live, uh, you know, because just because of that, you know, we're having fun with it. You know, we're bringing a lot of laughter, a lot of joking, a lot of that that native humor, you know, with with whatever we're doing. So, you know, we're really it's really, um, you know, relax, you know, when it comes to to that kind of thing. And so, we, you know, we we can cover it and yet we can still kind of have that reach to to our uh, listening base anyway. Nicola, this has been a fantastic discussion. I can't thank you enough for joining me on Gaino. Unfortunately, our time is quickly running out. Uh, one last question. Where can people find you at? Okay, yes, that's a good question. Um, all my music can be found on NicoaHeavyRunner.com. Uh, we've pulled our music from these, uh, from, you know, some of the big platforms such as iTunes and Spotify and things like that. I've pulled my own personal um 
titles from all of those, and, and, and it's really trying to retrain the people on where they can get our music, and that's directly from the artist. That's the best way to support any artist um, that chooses to go that route of, um, you know, doing it themselves. So we built our own website, and, uh, you know, we try to promote that. You know, we try to put a little blip in any kind of promo video that we do for social media and stuff. We try to let people know they can come to our website to get our music. Thank you so much for all the tireless work you do in helping to create pathways, bring community together. Uh, it's definitely going to live on for generations ahead of us. And uh, I hope we can definitely get caught up and you'll join me again on Guy Note soon. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Brett. It's been an honor. Lady, Miss Lady, do you believe in love at first sight? Or should I walk by again? Though, no, no, truly, Miss Indigenous, I've been feeling your vibe since time immemorial, long before we were known as tribes or Native Americans or Indians or any of these other lies that we subscribe to that denies yours and mine true legacy as the original Nitsitapi of this psycho. What I'm trying to say, Miss Lady, is this really isn't first sight. In fact, Nitsita, I've been scoping you since you first gave birth to this earth, this land, breastfed me with your flowing waters, shaped the mountains with your hands, the matriarch of this continent, earth, wind, and fire at your command, life span is eternal. Hourglass turns sideways, no movement to your sand. Beauty and class are internal, no movement to your sand. What I'm trying to say, Miss Lady, is, girl, you look good for your age. No movement to your sand, though I know your life hasn't been a beach. There had to be problems before the first Napiquan landed on your beach. But now I find myself calling you bitch acquired his profanity in my speech, breached your confidence in my manhood, leave my young ones for you to teach, and I know you're a bad woman, Mom. There's just some things you can't teach, and you shouldn't have to. I guess what I'm saying, Miss Lady, is I'm sorry. Because now when I see you with somebody who's not Nitsitapi, I feel a sense of shame. I provided you with every excuse, Miss Lady. I know I'm mostly to blame. Desecrated your royalty, yet you were loyal. I can't say the same. You waited in vain for my love. Of course it never came. Provided me with gentle reminders of your blind affection each and every time that it rained. Ignored for centuries. Needed a way to hide your frustration and your pain. I guess what I'm saying is that I understand. But, but... I'm begging for understanding too, Miss Lady. I'm trying to be that Nina, that man that I should have been since long before time was called time. Before husband and wife, I was simply yours and you were simply mine. I did not have to try to be a man, rather just walked in the way that Obstadaki had designed that was so perfect. 
I did not have to try to be a man, rather just walked in the way that the creator had defined. I think I could do that again, Miss Lady. So I guess what I'm saying is, girl, do you like me? For this and past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nb1.org. Also, to discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com.
And together we'll make it through. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.